That Don't Sound Right is a podcast about talking, talking the way we did before the internet, when you could not prove anyone right or wrong. All the expertise was contained in the people involved with the conversation. I'm Peter. I'm Cecil. And I hope you enjoy our conversations. And as you listen, if you find yourself silently saying, that don't sound right, send us a comment. You're one of us. Now, I don't believe that to be true, that all birds, (laughs) but it was a very, very strange phenomenon that during the shutdown, we saw no crows. Welcome back to another episode of That Don't Sound Right, a podcast about talking. We are co-hosts, Peter Bielman and... And I'm Cecil Davis. Hey, we're just trying to have a conversation without using Google or fact-checking each other. Uh, I think you'll find that this particular episode, we're going to throw out a lot of wild stuff about wildlife. Yep. So I think we're talking about squirrels and we're talking about um, (laughs) crows, maybe a fox. But you had a you had a retraction from one of our previous recordings. You wanted to set the record straight. Uh, that's right. So we have a listener. Uh, she was listening to us, and it showed up on our stats as Israel, but she was actually in Palestine. So what? What do you mean stats? What are you talking about for the listeners who are not familiar with codca- podcast Pod- technology? Yeah. So we actually get a list of countries of where everybody's listening. We don't see who's listening, but we know. We know the countries that people are, are downloading our podcast in. It's probably one of my favorite things to look at during the week is yeah, to me see too. who's downloaded our podcast. Yep. We had one from Ecuador this week. Did you see that? No. Ecuador? Really? Ecuador. Yep. That's new. No, that don't sound right. But yeah, I guess Guatemala we've been seeing. We've been yeah. seeing uh, a lot in Germany, England, Australia. Uganda. Uh, Philippines, Japan. Yep. We had a huge listenership in, in Canada. And it's all but gone. It dried up. It's very sad. Maybe they'll come back. Maybe so. But anyway, so to correct, so this came across as Israel, but actually she was in Palestine. Okay, all right. What was she doing in Palestine? Uh, She was uh, visiting. Okay. Sure, yep. Well, very good. I'm glad we we set the record straight. We did. So um, what were you going to tell me about squirrels? Oh, so I have this, uh, I have this yard yeah. And, you, and we're actually, we're recording from the TDSR studio annex <laughs> in my sunroom. Hopefully you're not hearing an echo. Uh, you probably weren't noticing it until I just mentioned it. Sorry about that. That's all I can hear now. But we're, uh, and we're in our sunroom, but you can see my yard. It's, uh, it's vast with big oak trees and squirrels will inevitably bury their acorns in the yard, front yard and backyard. I'm convinced, and I feel like I've heard this, that squirrels really don't remember where they buried acorns. Really? They don't remember. Because I have the same, you know, I have big oaks in my yard. Yeah. And so a lot of acorns get buried every every year. So you think they're just randomly going around? Dumping them in the ground. Right. But I'm just saying when they went to go to find them, they're just randomly going back to find them? Oh, I don't think they randomly. I think they're they're sniffing them out. Oh, so I they're not. It's not like salmon going up a river and knowing where they're going. They're just sniffing out. Yeah, they don't. They don't have like a, a acorn detector built into their brains. Well, I wonder why they why they bury them then. Why not just leave them on the ground? Maybe they've learned that if you leave them on the ground, they dry up and turn into an oak tree and they become inedible. Hmm. One of the reasons I believe this is because there's a particular spot in my yard. This year, uh, it was three holes 
that the squirrels kept going back to. And the holes got deeper and deeper and deeper. And guys, they're not there. There's no acorns there. See, I would have said that don't sound right. The squirrels know where they bury their... I've always assumed they knew where they buried their acorns and went back to them, even though I haven't thought about it very deeply. They smell the location of the acorn in this right. particular, these particular spots, and they kept going back. There's got to be an acorn there. Right. There's got to be an acorn there, they're thinking. Right. They no, digging. no acorn. No acorn. And here's the thing. I've got plenty of acorns on top of the grass. Right. On top of the ground. They are free to eat those all year long. Why do they go... Why are they, why, why are they burying stuff... And digging up stuff when there's still acorns on top. Oh, uh, it's very. Are strange. they hiding them from other squirrels? It could be. They could be hiding them from other. And then, but now it's not random. Well, yeah, but here's the thing: is if a squirrel can smell it, it's not really hiding it, is it? No. So they must be preserving it. I think they're hiding it. <laughs> from what? <laughs> I don't know. From mice. Mice or chipmunks. Chipmunk. I know chipmunks eat eat uh, birds. Maybe. I don't know. Birds. Birds break them apart and peck at them. Speaking of birds, you know, the other thing we have that come in our backyard are these crows. Yeah. Also known as rooks. And I think if I remember right, a rook, rooks will um, come in groups. Yeah. And crows are more solitary. I I thought a crow... Group a group of crows is a murder. Yeah, no, that's right. So that, that doesn't yeah. make any sense. Maybe it's the other way around. Right. Crows hang out together, but rooks are solitary. Are solitary, but they come in our backyard a lot, in our front yard, and they're, uh, from what I understand, are eating grubs. I don't think they're eating acorns. Yeah, they're picking out they're grubs. Picking out something. But interesting phenomena we noticed mm. a couple times, and we noticed this more than once. <laughs> All right. When there was a government shutdown, you remember the government shutdown? Yeah. Oh, when was that? I guess it was in 2018, I've maybe. Lost, I've lost all track of time. I think there was a big one in 2018. That's yeah. when they shut down the national parks. People's right. vacations were all messed up. Yep. Uh, the, we stopped seeing crows. Really? Yeah. So what's the connection? The, I, we think the connection is that these particular crows, not all crows, because there is a conspiracy, conspiracy yeah. that all birds are actually... Uh, animatronics, right. robots, drones that are used for surveillance. observation and surveillance by the government. We know that. Um, so now, I don't believe that to be true, that all birds. <laughs> but it was a very, very strange phenomenon that during the shutdown we saw no crows. Really? And you, you notice this yourself? Can you explain that? We actually, yeah. our, our family noticed that. Noticed that they would disappear. And they came back after this. They after came the back. Day. They came back. We know somebody started a uh, birds aren't real movement. As, yeah. a, as a joke. Yeah, that's what I was referring to, right? Yeah. Right, right. It started as a joke, and then it kind of took off. I think they started as a joke. Yeah, I, I don't know. But I thought I saw a recent protest about that. They about were, the, people are holding up signs, bird, birds aren't real. The, um, uh, did you ever read Blade Runner, the novel Blade Runner? No, I never did. Yeah, so that was the big thing in it, was that birds, um, that you, yeah, it was a status symbol if you had a live bird in the, in the novel. Oh, really? Yeah. And then if you had a if you had a robot bird, yeah, uh, that was like that was like you didn't have status. And so the people that would come and work on the robot birds would show up in a veterinary truck so that other people wouldn't know that your bird wasn't real. I don't think that showed up in the movie. No, it didn't. That, it, was that, too, it was too much of a detail. That's a pretty interesting detail. But, if you, if you, but what, was the, what was the significance of that detail? 
Well, it was just a status thing. Oh, status yeah, thing. If you right. were if you able were able to afford a real bird, then that was a, a status thing. But if you remember, there is the bird in Blade Runner. There's a bird that makes it in there. That owl. No, I don't remember that. That flies around the room. Okay. Yeah. So they they it's in there, but it's not in the same depth. I got you. As um as in the novel. So we got squirrels. Don't remember where their nuts are, and uh, you don't you say that don't sound right. Right. I, I also say that crows. A certain population of crows are operated by the government, but right. during government shutdowns, they're not they're, flying. They're not flying. You might say, that don't sound right. right. Any yeah. wildlife tidbits, you would say, so, I would say the same thing, too. Back to your other squirrel thing. So can a squirrel fall out of a tree? Oh, yeah. I've seen a squirrel fall out of a tree. Oh, yeah, yeah. That, But they all, they're like cats. They're, yeah, they're yeah. fine. They can I saw bounce. one fall probably 20 feet out of a pine tree one time. What were they doing? I don't know. They just fell out of the tree and they landed on a, on a car hood and then got up and ran off. Oh, well, that don't sound right. Did it, it fall asleep or? I don't know. But I just all of a sudden I looked up and the squirrel was falling and he landed on the car. I thought maybe you were telling me that you were out on one of your hunting trips. No, no And no. you saw the squirrel fall out of a tree. But this sounds more like in a, this was in a suburban lot. area with parking lots yeah. and cars. This was at, at the college I was at. And there was a car parked up next to a pine tree and he fell out. Fell 20 feet, hit the car, got up, walked on. <laughs> no, no. Friends were laughing at him. <laughs> so were you. Yeah. Well, I've never seen a squirrel fall out of a tree before. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think they could do it. Well, evidently, I, I haven't really seen one just fall. I've seen one jump and miss. Oh, really? Yeah, that's it what I've seen. to the ground? Yeah. They, they, they didn't catch themselves. They missed. It's complete miss, and they fell. Oh, I've never seen that. Yeah, that's what I saw. I was yeah. I was thinking you saw something. This sounds like the squirrel just passed out for some reason. Yeah, I, or, maybe he couldn't find uh, his nuts, and he was just kind of weak from hunger. Right. Yeah. I, I would think they have a very good sense of smell. Yeah. So I was walking into a stand one time hunting, and I heard something coming out of the woods. So I stopped. And a fox walked almost walked across my boots, head down. Wait, now, what, what, tell me again, where were you? So I was on a path. You're you're walking. Yeah, I was walking to the stand. Okay. Heard something come and stopped. What what time of day was this? It was before sunup. Okay, so it was really almost yeah. twilight. Yeah, you could you couldn't you couldn't see a lot. So the fox comes out, walks across the almost walks across the tip of my boots. And then uh, walks into the woods. On never saw me. If I'd have jumped, he would have. I guess he'd had a heart attack. He That's that fascinating. Good yeah. gracious! He never smelled me, or he never acted like he did. Right, right. Yeah. Maybe um, I don't know. Maybe maybe he was old and lacking some some of his faculties. I think he was. Yeah, I just think he was focused. Well, we, oh really? Yeah. On what? On a scent. I think he was trapping. Oh, him. he was going after something else, yeah. and he didn't care about you. But it wasn't me. He knew it wasn't it wasn't fox season. Yeah. For him, it was wabbit season. <laughs> <laughs> so I was on the Jane. No, it was the James. No, it wasn't the James River. It was the um, St. John's River in Florida. Mm -hmm. My uh, my brother and my dad and I we were canoeing, right. and my brother and my dad they were in a canoe with each other, and I was in a canoe my, by myself. Dodging we, lightning. No, 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 no. This was uh, this was actually. Part of the St. John's River, it's really overgrown. Mm. So the 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 uh, the river is it's probably no more wider than this room. So mm. this room is about fifteen feet wide. I mean, it's kind of narrow. Right. It winds up in some spots, gets narrow, overgrown, mm. and along the shore are alligators. Really, really fascinating huh. to see these alligators slip into the water as you right. were 
paddling. And I think we were paddling upstream. We paddled upstream, right. turned around and came back. We were still in the tidal portion. So mm -hmm. even that far upstream, it was affected by the tides. Even saltwater fish would come up that far. So we were paddling and, uh, and fishing at the same time. Um, and as I was paddling, I stopped, I stopped and I just started the drift because mm -hmm. I was tying on a lure to my fishing rod. And there's these stands of lily pads and some other really thick weeds that grow in the water. Mm -hmm. And I wasn't really paying attention. And I drift over into them. And then it starts making that rustling sound. The bottom of the canoe starts scraping, the, yeah. scraping uh, across the tops of these lily pads. And I look over to my left, mm -hmm. and I'm almost coming to a complete stop. I look over to my left, and there's an alligator sunning himself. Oh, man. And he did not hear me or see me coming. He was facing away from me. Yeah. And he's about perpendicular to my canoe. And he's just sitting there, and I look at him. It's, I'm just the closest I've ever been to an alligator. He wasn't that big of an alligator, so I wasn't too intimidated. Mm. I, I mean, in my mind, he was probably, you know, 150, 200 pounds. In the reality, he probably was just about a, a five-foot alligator. He wasn't right. that big. So I get my paddle, and I give him a spanking. Oh, man. Uh. And this thing takes off. And I never realized how close alligators came to walk on the water. But this guy, uh, or gal, I don't know, right. just scooted across the top of the water huh. to get out, get away from me. It was the funnest thing I've ever seen. It was what crazy. Made you, what made you hit it? Yeah, I don't know. I, 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 I mean, I had to get my paddle in the water eventually uh, to start paddling. So yeah. I figured, let's startle, make sure he gets away. Right. I figured it might be better to startle him so he runs away as opposed to me gently pushing him and he turns around and like, hey, what's this? Oh, it's a human. I think I'll eat him. So I, I decided just to let right. him know I was there and I wasn't going to have anything and he didn't have one have anything for me to. That's, uh, that's actually probably the best way to approach that now that you say it. <laughs> just go ahead and get it over with. Make sure you're startling, really startling instead of like just kind of all of a sudden slipping up on him. Well, you know, that's what you know, you've seen these survival shows where they're walking in the woods and people are saying, hey, bear. Yeah. Hey, bear. I, uh, I and don't you've, know. Walked, you've probably walked in those situations. Hey, bear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Making making noise. We're just making, yeah. The time we, we told the story about the time we got cleaned out by a bear. I had been making noise the whole way and we still got cleaned out by a bear. Hey, bear. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know if that really works. I've seen it on some of these survival shows where people start a bear by saying, hey, bear, and they'll eventually walk off but. So my in-laws have a um, have a closet that's in their garage, mm. and the garage door is usually open year-round. And uh, at one point, a snake was found in the garage or something. I think we were we never saw it, but we were just told. Mm. So my wife said, so "Now we have this thing where she goes, and when she ever goes into that garage, she'll open the door and just say, hey, snake.' <laughs> hey, snake.' So a buddy of mine and I were." backpacking one time and um, it was just kind of an odd situation. It was a guy and his sister-in-law were backpacking. And uh, so they were uh, they were at the same spot that we were at. We were at a shelter and she had never backpacked before. And so she had this, her brother-in-law had taken her out backpacking and she was also scared of snakes. And so we did the same thing. I mean, so, well not we, I, I, uh, I told her that if she would, if she would make a high-pitched noise when she walked off into the woods, that it would scare the snakes away. 
And so she would, you know, and she, that, would, that she should have been saying that yeah. first it came from you. Yeah. That don't sound right. And so she would, um, you know, she would walk off into the woods, go to the bathroom, whatever. And she'd be, I'm, I won't even recreate the noise, but she'd make this really high pitched noise the whole time she was gone. That was terrible. <laughs> it was terrible. <laughs> it was funny, though. Just between you and me, we came up with several different stories, yes. encounters with wildlife. with wildlife. I am curious to know if our listeners have had any. I'm sure our listeners have had some very interesting, stories. very unbelievable stories. That encounters. don't sound right. That do, that's right. So if you guys and gals are listening and you have a story, send us a, send us a message. Send us an email at TDSR podcast at gmail.com i had a squirrel throw an acorn at me one time i was harassing with a fern this was when i was little and i had a big fern like a frond and i was just like kept messing with me in the tree and he thunked me in the head with an acorn so there's a for you listeners out there you can't see my face but my 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 brow is curled i'm shaking my head i'm like what He, he, hey, how did you get that close to a squirrel with a palm frond? And B, he was in a he was on a branch, and I was like harassing him, and he threw an acorn and hit me in the head with it. Is that right? Yeah. That no, I'm not buying it. <laughs> he did. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't know a squirrel could throw an acorn. Like no, that. I, there's a lot of things that don't yeah. sound right about. I don't know how he did it. I don't think they have the forearm strength to pitch yeah. an acorn. I think he did it with his like his mouth. He basically, he spat it. Yeah, he spit, spit it. it. Yeah, yeah. No, no, I think his arms were too small. But, yeah, I think so. But it's a T Rex problem. But he, uh, yeah, he hit me in the head with it. I didn't mess with him anymore after that. All right. So the words of wisdom for tonight are from the um, from the locust and the ant. You need to uh, store up uh, during the spring for your winter, not play like the uh, locust. Be like the ant and store up store up during the summer for the winter. Don't play around like the grasshopper or slash locust. Another wildlife question for us is a grasshopper the same as a locust. Yeah. I don't oh. think I think they're different. I think they're the same. But back to your words of wisdom. Yeah. Store up while the Yeah, remember where you store it. Well, that's the squirrel's problem. Right. I think you're wrong on that. I think squirrels remember. Oh, you do? Yeah. Uh, well we need our we need our listeners to chime in on this yeah. one. Certainly there's someone out there that has I think they're burying it because they are trying to keep it from other things i can i can understand that there that's a good place i mean you can't where are you going to store an acorn in a tree if you're going to store something in the ground it's less likely to be something found. stores stuff in my lawnmower every fall is that in a, winter is it a mouse oh it's a chipmunk oh really uh except i did have a mouse in the uh cover one time i had a whole mouse family in that yeah i had in your lawnmower yep. yeah i've had that too yeah it's pretty gnarly yeah i don't like it at all no they chew through the uh spark plug wire yeah yeah, I had a whole nest. I had young young mice and everything. Yeah, I had them falling out of my lawnmower. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a rough way to start your spring off. <laughs> happy New Year. Yeah. So speaking of Happy New Year, um, this is New Year's Eve, so Happy New Year. Yeah, what you got going on tonight? Uh, well, my oldest likes to stay up more and ring in the New Year, so I right. stay up with her. All right, good, yeah, good. Yeah. So what do you got going on? Uh, I don't think much. I think all our kids are out. The two oldest are out with their friends, and our youngest is going to be babysitting. So I'll be staying up so I can go get her from her babysitting, babysitting gig. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, they don't sound right, but this is the that this is the uh, last that don't sound right of the year. Of 2022. So we'll be starting season three next. Is that week. how we're counting? Yep. All right. So we'll be in season three. We got some stuff for the new year that we want you to participate in. Yeah, tell us what's going on. So we're going to add, so Peter's designed a, a website for us. Right. And he's going to add a blog. A blog page. Yep. 
which we've already played around with um, the artificial intelligence writing the blog page for us. Uh, full disclosure. <laughs> but we would like to give our, our, our readers, our readers, our listeners an opportunity to write a uh, blog post. And then if we like it, we'll post it. Oh, okay. So we're going to allow the, our listeners to participate in blogging for us. Yes, if you want to. That sounds like a good idea. Yeah. I'm so, not much of a writer, are you? No. Then but, why are we doing a blog? I don't know. <laughs> but if you want to expand on an episode that we've had or think you have a story or something uh, that adds to one of our podcasts, write it down and uh, we'll, we'll put it up on the pod. Yeah, put it, yeah, just let us know that this is intended to be a blog post and that you're just not responding. Right. If you yeah. want it to be a blog post, let us know and we'll, we'll put it in there and we'll give you full credit. So uh, That Don't Sound Right is a production of TDSR Podcast in conjunction with Campbell City Studios. I am your co-host, Cecil Davis, and your sound engineer. Your other host is Peter Billman, and he also does our web design. Our graphic design is Emily Billman. Our merchandise tester is now Giorgio. Our brand ambassador is Brent. And our um, listener number one, as always, is Scott. Scott. So until next Saturday night, keep talking. Stay curious. Mm-hmm.